What is going on, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Phantom Podcast. My name is JT, and I am your host for tonight. Um, as I was explaining to the uh, live audience on Twitch, um, unfortunately, the rest of the guys are not here. Um, and that is not due to any kind of, I mean, it's unforeseen because you never know what the weather is going to be like. Um, but the weather here in Memphis is a little bad. It's, you know, some severe weather. Um, earlier today we were, got put on a tornado, uh, watch and then some parts of Memphis got put in a tornado warning. We here in the mid South, we are a giant area. And so like I was explaining to them on Twitch, like, my area where I live and Josh's area where he lives about 20, 30 minutes away are two completely separate different areas. And I could get little rain and he could get a downpour. Um, I could get no thunderstorms and he could get like the worst thunderstorm ever. So like it really just depends on like where you're at and stuff. So right now it is raining. Um, from the radar that I've looked at earlier, it looks like we are going to get some more heavy, you know, heavy rain, heavy thunderstorms and stuff. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see where it's at. We'll see how it goes. Um, but we are here to bring you guys another episode. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think this one's going to be a good one. I have a feeling. Hopefully y'all, y'all feel the same way, but, um, like we always do, let's go ahead and jump into our Marvel news because we do have a big, um, thing that happened this past week um, since I last saw you guys um, and talked to you. Uh, Stephen Wynn, or Yin, or however you pronounce his last name, I do apologize. Um, he is the actor um, who um, who played Glenn in The Walking Dead, um, and he is also um, the voice actor um, that plays uh, Mark in um, The Invincible show, uh, animated show. So, very cool there. Very excited there. Um, he is joining the MCU. That is right. He is being cast as um, is an unknown role. However, rumors are very, very, very heavy on him playing none other than Sentry in the MCU, debuting uh, with the Thunderbolts movie. Um, again, I think that's awesome that a he's in the movie. Like. I've, I've I like this this actor. He is he's incredible. Go watch his stuff on The Walking Dead. He plays an awesome character. Um, except for like I stopped watching after his character you know gets his brains beat out. Like sorry if that's a spoiler, but like the episode that episode has been out for like eight years. Like I don't know, it shouldn't be a spoiler by now. Um, but uh, yeah, Stephen is a fantastic actor, and I'm very excited that he is in the MCU now. Um, and like I said, the rumors are that he's going to be playing Sentry in the MCU in Thunderbolt. So that's really cool to see. Um, Sentry has always been a character that I don't I don't know a lot of, but the more that I hear him, you know, his name being dropped and um, you know him being a prominent role in this movie, um, it gets me a little bit excited. You know, I'm I'm, I'm excited to see where where this uh, goes. And Steven is going to do an outstanding job. I'm I'm really excited about that. Um, so that's really all we have for Marvel. Um, a couple other news and notes here and there, but nothing that's too like crazy. Too, you know. Last week we did um, we talked about Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania because it did come out. Um, so nothing really major to talk about that. Um, the movie did have a 
uh, significant drop in the box office. However, the only thing that that tells me is that this, when these kind of movies come out, your top audience is going to see it the premiere night or that that like you know debut night. So like thir- that Thursday night or that Friday night, and so like it's kind of difficult to to say. Because now you're you're starting to step into the casual or the more like the the fans who weren't able to see it, um, you know, on that premiere night. So like you're hitting that that fan base that's kind of like, you know, to they're not as excited as the the other fans, but they're still invested in it a little bit to go see the movie. So uh, nonetheless, it did have a significant drop. However, I do believe it made. I'm I'm probably incorrect about this, so please do not quote me. But I think it made something like four hundred million dollars. Like that that that's incredible. Like I wish I had that money. Like seriously, that that's incredible. So um, despite the drop, quote unquote, that it had, um, it still made a lot of money. So. Um, that's success in my book, I guess. Um, so we're going to go ahead and jump into our DC news. Uh, again, a not, not a lot to talk about, um, for DC. However, this is a rumor that just came out today or recently. Um, it says that Ben Affleck, which we know is Batfleck from the previous DC, uh, regime, uh, it seems like Bat, or Ben, I was about to call him Bat, Batfleck, Ben Affleck, uh, Affleck. I keep on getting his name incorrect. I'm sorry, guys. Ben Affleck may reportedly be planning to direct the DC, the new DC Studios movie, uh, The Brave and the Bold, which, to me, I think that is an interesting choice if it is true. I mean, obviously, him playing Batman in previous movies, he kind of has an idea of where this character should lean. Um, but also, James Gunn and Peter Safran probably have a big say into what, the this new batman is going to be like um also for this to be ben's like first superhero director role um that's a unique one because i i do think that you really need to hit if i was dc i would look real hard into hitting like the superman legacy and the brave and the bold have to be two movies that i expect to do really well like there's no guessing there's no like maybe maybe not like like these movies have to hit um at least i think they do um because these are your two pillars like these are your i mean i know you want to bring in outside characters into um this new dc like world or whatever the dceu or whatever they're gonna call it um but these two are i mean batman superman you think of those guys you like those are the pillars you've got to have those as a strong foundation in this new universe. And so um, that being said, for Ben to direct this movie, like I'm not doubting Ben. I'm really not. I don't really know what his director, like, like uh, history is. I, I, I don't know if he's ever done one that that's on me. I don't know that information, but for a superhero movie, a, this genre that is so heavily talked about within every community, um, like again, this is the one where I was like, "Hey Ben, maybe the maybe the sequel or maybe another s- lower project." But like, Batman, it, it it's got to be strong. It's got to be strong. And I don't know if Affleck can make that movie as strong as they need it to be. That's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. Now, don't get me wrong. 
in two years from now, three years, whenever this movie comes out, we can go back to this episode, go back to me, what to what I just said, and be like, hey, you were totally wrong, and this movie made like a billion dollars. I would be like, hey, you're right. Ben Affleck killed it, and I'm I'm happy for him. Um, but other than that, um, that's really all we have for DC. Nothing, like I said, nothing fancy, nothing crazy. Um, some other things that I heard within DC was that the uh, testing for... Um, or the screening for Aquaman um, just happened, and uh, the only word that I heard um, from the test screening was "yikes." Um, now, does that mean it was like the worst of the worst? I don't know that. All I know is that there were people that walked out. They're going to heavily look into doing reshoots, um, and the movie was just all over the place. So. <sighs> Again, I, I I'm I think this is starting to fall into when people hear like when people heard that this Aquaman is not going to be into the new um, you know DC universe. I think people kind of got turned off by that. Um, I am not a fan of the DC Aquaman. That's just my opinion. I I, I didn't like the first one very much, um, and I wasn't too excited about the second one. Um, a lot of things have happened with the Amber Heard situation, more reshoots, more delays. Now we have a new, you know, regime going on at DC. Like this movie has been just in like in purgatory pretty much. Like it, it has been in hell, um, movie hell pretty much. Um, and so, you know, for them to say yikes for the test screening, that's, that, that's something to look out for, so be, be on the lookout for that. Um, something else, uh, Shazam! Uh, Fury of the Gods is coming out this month, uh, I believe on the 16th, I believe is the release date. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be seeing it on premiere night. Um, I, I don't know. I That's one that I haven't talked to the you know the rest of the podcast about, my wife about. She, we're our main, our main group that goes to these uh, you know premieres and stuff. I have not talked with them and you know seen their kind of like how excited they are are they going to go see it da, 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 da. so I, I don't know about that um nothing more about the flash haven't heard anything about that that's a movie that i probably will not be seeing um on release date um i'll see it down the line that's that's just my that's just how i feel about it i'm not i'm not gonna you know go crazy about about this movie i'm i'm not excited for it that's just, again that's just me um but we are going to jump into something that has a bigger and more um conversating or a conversation point um topic and that is our star wars uh segment um this okay let me let me start things off by saying today uh march 1st is the debut of season three of the mandalorian i'm super excited to talk about that with you guys uh, no spoilers so because i'm not going to spoil it because it just came out um we'll get i'll talk about it we'll talk about more uh spoilers next week um however uh this episode was very strong it was a it 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 filled me up with excitement because i'm i was waiting for the mandalorian to come out for so long and you you just had that excitement in you and this episode was very solid it was i don't think it was the perfect episode i don't think it was like blockbuster like amazing but like it was very solid and i enjoyed myself watching it um i i loved that mando is back with grogu i love that um there are some hints some sprinkles in there of what's to come this season very excited about that and again no spoilers but very excited about that um 
and yeah, it, it does seem like this this season is going to be action packed. Like it really does, and um, I cannot wait for that. I really can't because um, all three seasons or all the two seasons prior has been really good, and this season I have no doubt is going to be also really good. So um, a strong start to um, the Mandalorian, very solid start, um, and I'm excited for the future. With that being said. The other show that came out today was the Bad Batch episode, and I not even I'm not even gonna guess at what episode I'm on because at this point I'm watching it just to see like the story, just to see what's going on. I will say I'm I'm very conflicted with this episode that came out today. Um, again, no spoilers. I'm actually gonna look that up. Hold on, hold on one second. I'm gonna go into Disney Plus and see what episode we are on because I have totally like blanked on what episode we're on it's probably like 10 no it is episode that was that was season one uh season one was 16 episodes and this was this was uh episode 11 there we go episode 11 of the bad batch and um yeah i you know again um i'm not i don't really know how to feel about this uh show it's it's this one, this episode was good. I, I'm conflicted a little bit about it um, because, again, I've told y'all from the get-go. Actually, I'm not going to spoil it, but I'm very conflicted in this episode because it had things that I've talked about previously that I wish they went away from. But then it also had, like, some really good scenes in it and some really, like, action-packed scenes. That's all I'll say. Um, so, very conflicted. I did enjoy it. I did. I did have a good time watching it. But with ten episode or eleven episodes down, again I am, I, I'm conflicted on uh, <laughs> on how I feel about the rest of the season. Do I do I continue watching it every Wednesday when it drops, and then like just every single Wednesday, or do I slow it down a little bit and um, and just watch it? when it all drops, like when the rest of the episodes drop and just binge watching. I don't know. Again, they're 25 minutes long, so it's not like it's a, a killer time length. Like, like it, 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 that's not that's not the issue. It's just the issue is the content that I'm getting from this show. Um, that is the, the number one issue that I'm having right now. Um, so again, Star Wars had a really good day today. Episode 11 of The Bad Batch dropped. And so did episode one of season three for The Mandalorian. Um, I, again, with The Mandalorian, 35 minutes long, so it's not a, it's not a killer. It's not a, um, you know, it's not going to drag. Um, it's a very solid start to the season, and uh, I think I think the season's going to be good. If it's going the direction that I think it's going, um, again, only one episode down, so I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know exactly what direction it's going, but... With the with the dialogue that that we hear from Din Djarin, um and some of the characters that are in this episode, um, it's gonna be a good it's gonna be a good season. So I, I'm I'm really excited. Uh, no gaming news as of right now. I'm I just don't have anything right now. So that that's about it. Um, then we are going to jump into our other bit of news that we have, and I think this is the strongest point of this episode, guys. I think this is going to be the uh, the main talking points that I have because you know Marvel, DC, Star Wars, um, it doesn't really they don't really have that much to talk about just some rumors and stuff like that. But this we have some stuff to go over. So first up, 
Whew. The Last of Us. Man. We are on episode seven. Um, this show is so dang good. I'm I'm having a blast with the show. I'm having a blast playing the game as well. Um, this, this show continually outdoes itself. Um, yes, there are stronger episodes than others, but as a total, this show has been phenomenal. And I... I'm absolutely loving it. Absolutely loving it. Now, um, for those who do play the game and those who have completed it and replaying it, whatever, just now playing it, um, there's a DLC, a downloadable, you know, uh, content package or whatever um, that you can that you can play. Um, and I think it's called Left Behind. And this episode was kind of of that that DLC. Now I'm going to uh, talk a little bit of spoilers here because it did come out on. Um, on Sunday, so there is a couple of days that you have been able to watch it. Um, if you have not seen it, um, if you're on stream or if you're listening, just skip ahead for the next couple minutes or or mute or whatever. Um, but uh, this episode is really good in the in the sense of oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to give a spoiler warning. So spoiler warning in three, two, one. You have been warned. Here we go. Uh, this episode was a really, really good character development show or episode for Ellie. Um, yes, we know about Ellie. We know why she's there. We know what her her you know her main um, reasoning for being with Joel, but we don't know her real backstory. We don't know how she got bit. We don't know what she was doing when she got bit. Well, in this episode, we find out we found all of that out. We find out where she got bit, which she already alluded to in uh, the previous episodes. Uh, she did get bit in a mall, but we don't know why she was in the mall. Um, but now we know why. Um, and so this episode was just emotionally really good. You get connected with Ellie, and I'm blanking on the um, character's name. Oh, that's that's killing me. Um, I'm going to find it out here in a second. Uh uh, da, 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 da. Sorry, I'm just looking at. Um, I cannot find it. Where is it at? <laughs> Abby. Abby is her name. I don't know. It's not. This is like. The, the worst pause and I'm very sorry about this guys um I guess I guess it I guess it is Abby I I honestly I can't remember and I'm very sorry guys I do apologize for that um however uh the last of us episode seven really good we get to, to see the relationship between I'm gonna call her Abby it's probably not Abby I don't know um but uh strong character development from Ellie that that like Bella Ramsey is absolutely doing an amazing job with uh, Ellie and um, I am super excited to see the rest of like this show play out um, I'm also we've got I guess 10 episodes in this season so we just watched episode 7 so 8 9 and 10 so three episodes left Ooh, man I think it's 10 it's either 9 or 10 um, so two or three episodes left and uh, it's going to be a wild ride. I am hoping to finish this game before it even gets to the conclusion of the season. It has been renewed for a second season, which we know that because it's got a second part to the game. Like, there's two games, Last of Us Part Two, So, like, it kind of makes sense to move on. 
Um, but we are going to be getting a second season of The Last of Us, so very excited about that. Um, I think this episode was needed for the casual fans because my wife, Madison, she is watching this show as well, and um, and she is like... She likes it. She's enjoying it. She she is very invested in it. She cries in in the emotional episodes, and you know, and, and it gets to her. And she really enjoyed this episode because it did, like, kind of. You get more of a of an emotional connection, a bigger emotional connection with Ellie in this episode. You see her why she's struggling so much to like be connected with somebody and then you understand why she is once she gets connected she does not want to disconnect and so like you know her her you know fighting in the school that she's in or the academy or whatever and then sneaking out going to the mall with her friend telling her friend that she loves her and they kiss they have an emotional you know moment and and then all of a sudden you see a clicker come and everything gets all blown up and, and, and gets wacky and then both of them get bit so they have to sit there and they have to you know go through this moment where they both think that they're both about to die because of something that just happened but we know Ellie has to watch all that like that that right there that right there gets just gets to me like damn <laughs> like it's it's tough it is very very tough for Ellie um, but no, I'm again, the show is amazing. I, I will continue watching. I hope you guys do too. Um, again, episode eight comes out this Sunday on uh, HBO Max. So we're going to move on to our other bit of news. Uh, some more news we got. And for my Lord of the Rings fans, where are you guys at? Darren's not here, so he can't get hyped with me. Um, so I'm going to get hyped. Guys, the Lord of the Rings is coming back. We already got it in the Rings of Power, the Amazon show, which was mwah, loved it. I'm just speechless about it. It was great. Uh, following Gladriel as she, uh, Gladriel as she, um, you know, goes throughout this journey to fight Sauron. And then at the end, she finds out, oh, oh, Sauron's been here the whole time. And then they make three rings. So we know more rings are going to get made. Like, like, it's so good. So good. Um, however, for my Lord of the Rings fans, um, it does seem like that uh, we're getting more movies uh, on our way. And it looks like that Warner Brothers... Uh, is going to be producing these movies. Now, again, don't know anything about this. Timing, casting, story, don't know anything. But what we do know is that from The Hollywood Reporter and from Variety, two very sourceful places, that we are getting more Lord of the Rings movies. And that, as a fan, as a Lord of the Rings fan, just that, just that notion, just that comment gets me so excited for the future of Lord of the Rings. We have so much world building that we need to do, and uh, I'm I'm here for it. I cannot wait. Um, again, obviously, we'll have more bits and stuff whenever that comes out, but for all my Lord of the Rings fans, we are getting new movies coming out, and I'm, I'm so excited. Uh, but for the last bit of news that we have um, before we end the episode, um, guys, this past weekend... Uh, on Friday, I guess I should say last Friday, uh, myself, Madison, and our good friend Jake, who I'm pretty sure all of you guys know, um, we've talked to you know talked about him. He's been on the episode. He's been on Twitch. Um, very very good friend of the show. Um, we went and saw Cocaine Bear. Um, 
I don't want to spoil it because it, it, it just came out this past week. So I do have a spoiler review up on the website. You can go find that at beyondthefandom.com. Um, but but uh, to, to just summarize the movie as best as I can, this movie is dumb fun. Um, it is ridiculous. It is over the top. It is crazy. It is wild. But all of that in like the best possible ways. Um, I, I thought the movie was, I, I, again, it's very hard to quote unquote critique and quote unquote review this movie because it's about a bear that does cocaine. Like, let that sink in for a second. Let that, you know, just, just let it, let it simmer. And then you can understand why it is very difficult to critique a movie about a bear on cocaine. Um, it is, uh, I will say for those fans who have not heard anything about this, uh, this movie is based off of true events that happened in this lovely state of Tennessee, um, kind of around the Knoxville area, the middle Tennessee area. Um, uh, some drug smugglers, uh, lost a bag or, or a, a bag of cocaine that they had got lost and a black bear, American black bear got to it and ate it and, um, it wandered off into like parts of Georgia and died. It overdosed. So like, if it, if this movie was based on all the true events that happened, this movie would have been like two minutes long, not even like, not a not a long story. But of course, directed by Elizabeth Banks, as she quoted in an article, she said, "This is the Bears' revenge tour. Like, this is what." what she thinks or what could have happened. Like, obviously, the bear is going to... I mean, if anybody eats that, I think it was like 75 pounds of cocaine that, that bear ate. Like, some absurd amount of cocaine. It was ridiculous. But um, nonetheless, the bear ate it and overdosed in real life. This bear overdosed... Or this bear eats it and then goes on an entire high trip. Um, I think this movie does something that, that I really like. And what it does is it takes many stories that intertwines into the main story. The main story, of course, is the bear finding the cocaine and going like like that's that's the main story. What happens from when it finds it, when it eats it, onwards, when it's on this like high trip. But then they have little mini stories that all connect at some point. Some don't, some do, and then they all meet up in at the end, or some of them meet up at the end, and that's you know, that that's how that intertwines. And I think that's a really cool idea because obviously when you're in the forest with animals like a American black bear, you are going to have hikers. You're going to have, um, you know, kids running around. You're going to have like, you know, the park ranger, like all these characters that were in the movie, like you're going to have those. And so like to see these characters like, you know, come together and like their stories intertwine into the main story, like I mentioned, that was really cool in my opinion. So, um, yeah, it, it's a dumb movie. <laughs> it's a dumb, fun movie. Like, I I walked out of there smiling, laughing. Like, we all did. Like, all three of us. We were just like, this is this is so outrageous that, like, it was just fun. It was a lot of fun, and I'm glad I went to see it. So if you have not seen it, go see it. It is, it is a lot of fun. You'll, you'll have a blast with it. Um, it is gory. It, it's like a comedy horror, but, like, no scary moments. There are a few, like, jump scares, but, like... It's more comedy-esque than horror. Um, again, it is very violent. Um, so if you're not, if that's not anywhere in your wheelhouse, then I wouldn't see it. However, but, uh, you know, like I said, you could listen to it on this podcast like you're doing right now. And you could be like, oh, you know, 
maybe I'll give it a try. JT kind of convinced me to give it a try. Or if you don't want to listen to me talk about it, I do have a YouTube video out on my personal YouTube channel, The Kang Review. You can go look that up. And I have a written review, a spoiler written review um, on the website at uh, beyondthefandom.com. So you can go check that out as well. Um, But to wrap things up, guys, again, I say it every episode. I'm going to say it in this one and probably for the future. Guys, if you have not checked out the Batcave Treasures and Toys, what are you doing? What are you doing? You've got to go check them out on their Facebook and Instagram page. They drop things every single day. Their Facebook is popping. I mean, it is on fire over there. They get new stuff every week. And when I'm at work or am I just like scrolling on my phone, I always look at the new stuff because I'm a collector. You, you see it behind me and you know my collection room. I gotta have some of the new stuff in my collection, so I'm I go there to the Batcave every single week, mostly on Sundays, uh, and I chatted up with Rodney, who is one of the owners, um, and uh, we've got some really cool things uh, from Beyond the Phantom podcast and the Batcave uh, coming up soon. A lot of cool events. So if you're in the Memphis area or if the Memphis or surrounding areas, uh, hey, check us out um, with some events coming up. So. Uh, we'll, we'll be talking about that very, very soon. Um, but other than that, guys, I appreciate you all listening people on Twitch. I appreciate you guys watching. Uh, thank you so much for just supporting and, uh, being there for us again. Uh, I'll see you next week. Goodbye.